everyone. Good to see you all here today, uh, especially for those who are doubling up who came last night. Christmas is a pretty exciting time, isn't it? I don't know if you can cast your mind back to when you were a kid. Um, uh, Christmas was like a giant deal in my household. I think probably even bigger than birthdays. Um, there were certainly more presents given on Christmas morning than I remember ever getting on my uh, birthday. And um, I don't know about about you, but when I was a kid, I could hardly wait. In fact, I often didn't wait. My brother and I would get up the night before Christmas and uh, grab a torch, and we would go and search out the Christmas gifts under the tree because uh, we had a Santa tradition and a Christmas gift from mom and dad tradition, and so we would spy them all out, and then, in a sense, we would ruin our surprise for the next morning. Uh, But we knew it was happening the next morning, which was that my dad would be meeting us at the bottom of the stairs with his Super 8 millimeter camera uh, with a giant aircraft landing light uh, to uh, film us all in our glory. And can you imagine these kids who've just woken up, you know, having spent several hours up at night, so very sleepy with eyes that are stinging as you come into the lounge room as dad's put this floodlight on you. But we were just so excited. Aren't you excited when you get a gift? Like, I I think we kind of get a bit, you know, old and we get out of it. But the reality is there's nothing like getting a gift. Christmas is a time when the very best gifts happen. It's the gift of Jesus Christ. But what I think is amazing about the Christmas story is it's actually not our birthday. Would you be upset 
Would you be upset if on Christmas, on your birthday, everyone else got a present and you didn't? Everyone came rushing out of their bedrooms and ran down the hall or down to the lounge room and, and came and unwrapped all of the presents and there was nothing for you. So it doesn't feel a little bit odd on Christmas Day that we are the ones who are super excited and Jesus gets nothing? What is the present that Jesus gets? What is the, shouldn't Jesus be the one that's opening his birthday presents on Christmas Day? But I actually want to tell you today that Christmas is actually the story of Jesus opening his gifts. Because the question is, what are Jesus's gifts? What are his gifts? What is the thing that Jesus hopped out of heaven and ran down to earth so that he could open up? What were the things that made him so excited to not just be born, but also to die? What is the thing that fills Jesus' life with excitement? He's excited about opening the gifts that are his because Jesus' gifts is you. You are what he's so excited about. In fact, one time Jesus was talking to a crowd of regular people long before he died for them, long before he taught them, long before they were Christians. He said this to them. He said, you are the light of the world. He said, a city is set on a hill can't be hidden. And nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. They put it on a stand and it gives light to all of the house. And in the same way, let your light shine before others that they can see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. Now, can you imagine that if you were there on that day and Jesus, this great prophet, this wonder worker that knew things that no one else knew, and he got up and he looked at you and said, you are the light of the world. You. (laughs) Would there be husbands looking at wives going, well, not him, you know, or not her, or not those kids, or not my own parents. Come on, we're broken, Jesus. Don't you get it? But Jesus is saying, no you, no, you don't understand what I can do for people. You don't know that you are the light of the world that brings glory to my Father. You're it. First Peter, he says, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. You see, this Christmas we're talking about how we're to be a blessing. That we are actually made through Christ to be a blessing to the whole world. And that is what makes Jesus excited, is that you finally get unwrapped. Because the problem is, the gifts are all tied up. The gift that God made when he made you, the gift for the whole world, the gift that was supposed to bring glory to the Father, the gift that was supposed to make the difference is wrapped and nobody can see it. No one can hear it and no one can touch it and no one can be impacted. You know, Romans chapter seven, verse 18, this very Jewish and very religious man said, because I know nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. I have the desire to do what's right, but not the ability to carry it out. There's something that people know about themselves. We should be better. We should be a better blessing. We should be able to make the world better. But time after time after time, we see the human race fall short. We can't do it. We are gifts that are tied up and unwrapped, or wrapped up. But Jesus has come to unwrap his gifts. He said of himself, he actually said the whole Bible is a prophecy of him saying that he would come. So he said, the spirit of the Lord has anointed me 
Because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, he has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and a recovery of sight for the blind and set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. You see, Jesus said, the reason I'm here is to unlock you so that you can be the gift that you're supposed to be because we were all made to be a blessing. They were all like wrapped gifts, beautiful on the outside, says to Jesus, in case you haven't got your uh, telescopes with you. And then we need somebody to open us up. And what Christ has done is Christ is the only one, the Bible says, the only one who can unroll the scroll, the only one that can unlock things, because only he has the keys. And he has the authority and the power and the ability to cut what binds us. And to cause a moment where we can peek inside and see that there is a gift for somebody else inside of me. <laughs> like kids on Christmas Day. <laughs> there is... There is a gift inside of you that's for somebody else. You throw chocolate, you're going to get an injury here. I remember, I remember the first days when Christ Jesus snipped the first ribbon on me. And I went from becoming an obnoxious jerk from somebody who would rather insult somebody than talk to them, from somebody who hated people. And Jesus untied me and made me want to help somebody else. For the first time in my life, I started to care about somebody else other than me. And I began to help other people. But of course, there's so much unlocking that needed to be happening in me. And so Christ again and again had to come to my life, cut other chains and other things that bound me so that I could become the light of the world. I remember those first days when I was finding freedom and, and knew that I could make a difference I used to work on the streets with street kids and bring love and grace to broken people and people who were angry and people who were hurting. And just by shining what was in me all along, what Jesus had to let go, I started to bring a deliverance to people. And that's when I found out that my life, when fully unlocked, meant that I could cut chains too. Because Jesus taught me and gave me authority to set at liberty captives. By love, by grace, and sometimes by supernatural signs and wonders. Because I'm not just a, a lolly anymore. And I'm not just a light that shines as a beacon, but I'm a power for good. Yes. Yes, I'm now, 
My question is today, is there something that needs to be cut in you to let you free? And I'll tell you this, the only one who can unwrap the gift of God in you is Jesus Christ. And that is what he is most excited to do. Father, as we come here today to celebrate the gift of your son, I know that in our lives, it's not simply understood as this problem or that problem or this issue. Sometimes the cords that bind us are unseen. Sometimes we've worn them so long we consider them part of who we are. Sometimes they are aggravations and issues and frustrations that we've long held. But Lord, today we believe that you are the only one that can set us free. And so we pray today for that freedom, that you would take your supernatural scissors from heaven and that you would cut the cords of fear, of anger, of pain, of unbelief, of the wounds of our past, the disbelief we have in ourselves and in you, the sins that bind us and the power of the devil that overwhelms us. Lord Jesus, you have a greater authority. So we turn to you, Lord, for freedom. Jesus, come and set us free. Make us to be a gift and a light to the world so that we can be at work being a blessing to others just like you blessed us. Well, we pray for these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
Father, thank you that you have set us free. Thank you for your son, Jesus. Thank you for this time of the year.